You're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Just One Helmets, Moto Ice Wrap, Bill's Pipes, W Wheels. I'm your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got Scott Burnworth, the burner. How's it going, Scott? Thanks a lot, Brad. Uh, great to be on again here in Southern California, hot Southern California. Uh, hot Southern California, making me feel way too jealous up uh-huh. here in uh, way too cold Winnipeg, Manitoba, where the air temperature is minus 35 degrees, uh, which um, for a guy that's from California, I'd imagine that that number just means cold to you. You can't quite fathom what minus 30 feels like. No, you know, a, a few weeks ago, it was probably down in the, you know, 45, you know, maybe the 40s, something like that, and it was unbelievable. I was like... This is crazy. This is cold. I don't like this. <laughs> so I'm much. No. I, I like it now how it is. Fair enough. Well, uh, you guys are in the shorts. Um, love is in the air with Valentine's Day rolling up. San Diego yeah. Supercross drops tomorrow. Uh, you've got the day off today. I imagine you're going to do some prep for this event you've got happening on Sunday. And uh, and that's why we had to have you on the show. That's why you're a repeat offender uh, on the show. It's only only eight weeks uh, after we had you on the last time. Where we kind of just talked about the whole career tip to tail. So if anyone's looking for that podcast... That's uh, a couple of uh, pages back in the archive, but uh, why I wanted to have you on, because uh, there's, a re- there's a reunion of sorts going down this Sunday and uh, at, a, at a brewery, and um, you've got a star-studded cast of guests that'll be uh, just swapping moto stories like uh, we do on the tailgates of our trucks at the local tracks. Yeah, you know, I, I started it uh, four years ago. It's called the Carlsbad uh, MX Reunion. It, it was a home track for me, and... Um, you know, it held memory, many memorable uh, races there, you know, the USGP and, and many other races. I mean, they had drag races and all that, too, but um, the main thing was motocross for me. And um, I decided four years ago, I'm just going to I'm gonna have a little get-together after the – it was always after the San Diego Supercross so I could kind of get some of the notable guys to maybe come by on their way home on Sunday – and it worked out pretty good, so I've been doing it, uh, uh, like I said, for four years. And uh, I get some pretty big names up there, which is crazy. And, you know, my childhood heroes, you know, you got DeCoster and, and Wolsink and Glover and all those guys. And it's just really exciting to me, you know. And then it's not like we're doing a race or anything, so, you know, the guys don't have to race. A lot of those guys don't want to you know mix it up anymore on bikes and but you know at a brewery and having fun with your friends you know been tracing about you know what what we used to do and and all that is pretty cool 
Absolute. Like I said uh, before we uh, press record on this, uh, whether it be me and my friends talking about races back when we were on 80s or 125s, whether it's you and your legendary friends talking about uh, the USGPs and all the Trans AMA series and the the Winter Series and the uh, the Golden State races, um, motocross racers love to bench race, love to swap stories, and uh, I got to imagine with the guys that you've got coming out, endless stories and uh, what better what better place to do that then uh get uh booze bros brewing to uh have you guys uh for um quite the afternoon yeah you know the cool thing is is we we wanted a place that was near the old track and it's probably you know maybe a quarter of a mile up the road from the old track so you can still kind of walk down there and kind of see where it was and um there's nothing really built over it right now the 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 basic you know footprint is kind of still there minus you know some parts here and there but you can still walk down there kind of see where it was and it's really cool and and a lot of people you know they come early and like to walk down there and check it out there used to be a lot of old memorabilia that you could find in the bushes and stuff but that's pretty much all gone you know there was old signs and whatnot and it's been pretty much picked over now um but it's pretty cool well, no surprise that that stuff would get picked over. We're talking about a legendary track that basically was the the foundation uh, of what the the sport uh, has become today. With obviously the the San Diego Supercross and and uh, the, the the nationals that we have uh, every single summer. This is where uh, there was a breeding ground for what the sport would become. And uh, uh, anyone who had the opportunity to uh, take even uh, even a, a dusty tear off off of that uh, that landscape would most likely do so. Exactly. I mean, um, you know, like I said, it was my local track and, um, you know, it had so many memorable races that I was just kind of digging on YouTube for some of the old GPs I was looking at every year. And this, just the amount of people, you know, locally that were there. I mean, I don't know, I would guess, you know, upwards over 50,000 people just lining the, the hills and, you know, just having a good time. You used to be able to, you know, spend the night there and, you know, camp out. And uh, it was like the Woodstock of, of Carlsbad. And uh, it was pretty bitching. You know, my first uh, experience was in 1973, I believe. I went to the – that was like one of the first races I ever went to watch. And I was about about 10 years old. And um, yeah. it was just – it was like – just crazy just the how big it was and how many people were there and i was just in awe of these guys i didn't you know i just had seen them in the in the magazines you know john banks um roger DeCosta, or wolfsink uh you know all these guys beltoven and um to see those guys you know just racing and it was just incredible and a and a, a big thing for me when i was growing up for sure, this is all part of the uh, the wide world of sports that uh, would basically carry it through all the way through the 70s, 80s, and uh, um, basically put motocross on the map. And of course, you would have seen uh, the, the the bikes progress, the tracks progress. Um, but uh, there was something that was a mystique about Carlsbad. It was the the baked soil, um, the way that uh, there was a lot of guys that had a hard time getting power to the ground, and the magicians that were able to do so. Um, you obviously spun countless laps at that track. Uh, what were some of the uh, intricacies of it? What were some of the tricks of the trade for going fast at Carlsbad? Yeah, I always remember um, 
you know, when I was a Suzuki rider kind of coming up for the amateurs, they, they would do the production testing there. And I mean, the track, you know, they didn't manicure it or anything. It was, it was rock hard. And that's what they wanted because they just wanted to do lap after lap after lap on the pre-production RMs, you know, just kind of testing them, you know, uh, durability testing them. And, um, I had my fair share of laps, so which helped me a lot. Um, you know, when we had a race there or something, I just, you know, I knew every single bump, and 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 it was just an uh, advantage for me. Uh, and uh, a lot of people really, I think a lot of the European guys just they despise that truck because when it it was tough. It was if you weren't a hard pack rider, you really struggled on that that and there were certain tires that you know would work good and and uh you know you had to have that tire and and whatnot and it really helped out well this is this track was the definition of blue groove i remember watching uh old footage and seeing pictures literally some of the corners having like a black line through uh the uh the the fastest portion of the corner uh it was no secret as to where the fast guys were going because your eyes were literally laying rubber and um it was something that uh like some of the uh the, the local favorites they they would shine during the usgp and even uh some of the uh the european guys would look pretty like the they were almost uh, superhero-ish would look like mere mortals uh, when having to uh, navigate that, that circuit. Um, who, who do you think uh, struggled with that track the most over the years, and who do you think uh, it like really had like a home track advantage or that track really played into their hands uh, going back, uh, of, of excluding yourself, of course? Oh, geez, I mean, you had to, you know, obviously all the guys from, you know, El Cajon, San Diego, Ron Machine, uh, Brock Glover, you know, Rick Johnson, you know, Marty Smith, uh, all of us had a big advantage there because, you know, we grew up there, you know, the dirt, I mean, it's hard pack. I mean, it's like, it was basically like me riding in the sand, you know, and which is far from what I liked. And, you know, I really struggled in the sand because there is no sand yeah. around here and we didn't practice on yeah, it when yeah. I was coming up. So I really struggled. I, I tried and tried and tried, but you know, there's just, you have that feel, uh, when you're racing, uh, a comfortable feel of the track. And that's, that was Carlsbad for me and, and hard pack. So when we go to a national harder, I would do better there than, you know, Southwick or, you know, St. Petersburg or something like that. I just, you know, I didn't have the time, um, to train and that stuff. We didn't have anything like that around here. So, uh, hard pack was my thing. Hey, this is Jake Weimer with Team Tedder Racing, and you're listening to Big MX Radio. We're going to commercial break. We'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice or just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. 
What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand, that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12, the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Lighter than hair and stronger than steel. So what that means is it can move much faster. 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the X Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B. YAUSA.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels.
What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Bill's Pipes, the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new Cone look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to BillsPipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Lininovich, Vicky Golden, the JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Cole. Bill's Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bill's Pipes and never settle. Doubt and uh, same here. We got clay up here in Manitoba. It's hard. It gets baked, and there's like literally one track on the whole circuit that's sand. It's deep sand, and I dread it every year because it's four hours away from my house, and I never practice there. And I go out there, and uh, I'm digging sand out of my axles for the next uh, two weeks. But uh, um, different soils is what the the the, tra- the sport is all about, and uh, also. Uh, different people that bring the sport together and uh you've got a cast of people that are going to be coming into this um this event that is uh no short of uh a hall of fame list you've got uh Wolsink, DeCoster, Bailey, Glover, Croft, Marty Tripes, Denny Stevenson which is kind of like an outlier I don't know why he got invited at all but anyway yeah. um Mike Healy uh and and yourself like um Honestly, if nobody else shows up, I think you guys will still swap some sweet stories. Yeah, you know, it's I'm really so excited. It's like just being a kid and kind of uh, looking up to Roger and those guys. And the funny thing was, uh, last year I'm just I was kind of like dreaming, like you know, it would be really cool. It'd be cool if uh, Garrett Wolsink was here. You know, that would just be the ultimate. You know, thing. The, the guy won the USGP five times, and it's like. The guys from the yeah. Netherlands, you know, where they have sand, you know, it just didn't make sense. But this, no kidding. for some reason, this guy just owned Carlsbad. And, um, I, you know, I really don't know the story, how he came to come over now. Um, out of the blue, Gavin Tripp, which, who is the promoter of those USGPs, um, he had, he, contacted him or something like that and he, he he heard about the Carlsbad reunion and he said oh I'm coming to Southern California you know about that time you know I'd really like to go 
and then you know a week or two later i got a, i got the female and it it said from garrett and i'm like who the heck is this you know and it said oh this is garrett wolsink you know i i used to race uh back in the day you know i i had <laughs> much success at the usgps there and in, in carlsbad and like i didn't know who he was you know and i was just thinking this is one of my friends like sending me some kind of spam or something you know it's like this can't be real so i uh i called uh gavin trip up and like i said and he said oh yeah he wants to come over to the carlsbad reunion blah blah, blah. and that you know all oh, that that's just incredible so so he's here now and um yeah, he, he he's being honored uh, down at the San Diego Supercross tomorrow in the Legends and Heroes, and then on Sunday they're going to come up to the uh, reunion. So, just uh, really cool for me. Perfect. That exact same uh, ceremony that you took part in uh, when we met each other at A2 last year, San Diego to uh, plays host for his ceremony, which is uh, a pretty cool uh, thing to, to kind of shed some light on uh, on the, the stars of yesteryear and, and pay homage to uh, the guys who uh, uh, helped build the sport to what it is today. Yeah, it's really cool. Legend Harris, they, they've been doing it for a couple of years now, Alex Moros and his crew and and they got the Calvium X guys involved uh, this year, kind of going to some of the West Coast uh, races. And, um, yeah, it's really neat. They have just a, a lot of cool bikes they display and a little kind of museum that you can walk in. And, you know, it has like an audio tape going and, you know, a bunch of memorabilia from old races yeah. and, you know, old supercrosses and, and motocross. And uh, it's just a really neat thing that they're doing. And, uh along with uh, the Monster Energy Supercross guys, um, get them in there. So, really neat. Yeah, super cool. And uh, and, and great to ha- have you guys out there and uh, teach, like, see the young kids can see kind of where it all came from. And uh, guys like me who were uh, born in 88 but probably uh, appreciate motorcycles like I was uh, born in 68, uh, just checking these things out and uh, seeing all the, the works parts. And it's a great opportunity for guys who have vintage bikes that are really on point to uh, show them off. I know Sean Culp had his at the, the Phoenix Supercross recently. And, uh, yeah. Just to be able to uh, walk up to a guy like Brock Lever, shake his hand, and uh, and be like, "Hey, really appreciate uh, all the things you've done for the sport." Because uh, honestly, we wouldn't be able to enjoy it the way we are uh, without guys like yourself and uh, and just progressing the sport. Exactly. The cool thing is that most of the people, you know, a lot of the people that are going to the supercrosses now, they're bringing their kids and stuff. But they were the guys that were racing out there, so they really appreciate yeah. it. And then they can open it up to their kids. And then the kids kind of learn who these guys were and kind of about the foundation of, you know, Supercross and Motocross. And it's pretty cool. And where I think a lot of nowadays, a lot of, you know, kids that race, they, they have no, they don't know who Garrett Wolsink is or, you know, I'm, you know, a lot of people know Roger because he's, you know, involved with KTM now, but a lot of the guys that aren't in the picture anymore, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, there's so many guys, you know, Glover, Marty Smith, Croft, and all these guys, and uh, it's really cool, you know, just like baseball or any other sport, you want to know, you know, the 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 past, you know, and uh, all the, the cool guys that, you know, played back in the day, so it's kind of the same thing. 
Absolutely the exact same thing. No different than uh, Johnny Bauer from hockey or, or any of those uh, like the, the the stars of yesteryear. You want to be able to uh, kind of pull those guys forward and uh, and pay homage to the guys. I would be surprised if uh, um, even guys that are on the line in the Supercross main event could uh, could tell you a whole lot about uh, guys like Jeff Stanton or uh, Jeff Ward, guys like guys like that where. Um, huge huge players in the sport and uh if we don't do stuff like this they get they get forgotten and uh i'm not okay with that then uh what better way to celebrate uh valentine's day than hanging out with a bunch of guys and talking about dirt bikes yeah well you know i was a little bit worried to do it on valentine's and then i was just kind of pulling all my friends and all the vintage guys and they're all oh yeah it's cool you know so you know, it's funny. I think this is probably going to be one of the biggest ones. And, you know, a lot of guys, I go, if they said something, I said, well, you know, it's only from 12 to 5 or or 6 or whatever. So, you know, you can take your wife out after that. And, and then one guy gets back to me, oh, yeah, she, she said that's okay. So he was out of, out of the clear. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of the women, you know, like this kind of stuff too. So. Uh, they want to support their man, for sure. And I'm I'm, I'm sure a an expensive dinner to follow. Um, mm-hmm. So um, one last thing I wanted to ask you is is the fact that uh, it doesn't matter what community it is as far as motocross goes. Everyone's got those uh, those great storytellers. Those great uh, everyone sit down and are gonna re- recount a, a race from beginning to end. And of course, uh, when the when the race actually did happen, uh, the comeback was probably from tenth to first. And by the time the story gets told now, it's from fortieth to first. Yeah. But uh, who is it that uh, who is it that's that uh, that spins a yarn better than anybody else? Uh, that's going to be attending uh, this Sunday. I I would probably have to go with Brock Glover on that one because you know he's he you know he's he's got the gift of gab and uh, you know I've been I've been friends with Brock for a long long time. We grew up together here in the El Cajon, you know, uh, San Diego area, and uh, and we've stayed friends. And he still supports me, you know, with my events and. And, you know, with Dunlop and all that, and, uh, you know, we, I help him out whenever he needs something for, you know, his, his son has cystic fibrosis and every now and again, he'll need, you know, a design for a shirt or, or, you know, something like that, or, you know, some printed print design. And so I help him out. So yeah, it's pretty cool. We're still pretty good friends and, uh, I actually just been texting him back and forth and I'm going to see him tomorrow down at the San Diego Supercross. Right on, man. Well, uh, um, before I let you go, um, let people know where they can find more information on the uh, on the event itself, uh, where it's located, and uh, and ultimately uh, who they might uh, yeah. meet when they uh, when they roll down there. Well, the event is taking place. It's just like I said, about a quarter of a mile away from the the old Carlsbad Raceway at a, a, a brewery called. It's called Booze Brothers Brewing Company, and it's in Vista. And the address is, uh, I don't have it right here. <laughs> uh, well, if you know where Carlsbad is, you probably know where the track is. Exactly. But anyway, you can look it up online. It's Booze Brothers, um, Booth Brothers Brewing Company.com, and it's in Carlsbad. And we'll be there from uh, 12 o'clock to about 
probably to about 7 p.m., and it's free. Um, they've got some great beers. We've got, you know, a bunch of display bikes coming, a lot of old classic uh, motocross bikes, you know, of that era. We have some works bikes. Uh, that One of the guys, uh, Ed Cashton, has a couple of uh, Suzuki works bikes that are really cool that he brings every time, so... I'm always excited to see those, and, uh, you know, we're going to have, like I said, uh, Garrett Wolsink, uh, Gavin Tripp, like one of the original promoters of the Carlsbad events, DeCoster, Glover Bailey, Rick Johnson, Tommy Croft, Denny Stevenson, I think Budman's coming, and there'll yeah. probably be a few other guys there, too, and uh, a lot of the local vintage racers come up and support it, and uh uh, so it's really neat, really good time. Awesome. Well, uh, if you have a fifth event, I will be there. Put it on the calendar this time next year uh, the, after the San Diego well, Supercross. Shoot- uh, i got to run elbows with you guys. I'm, my, I'm shooting for, for Heike Mikkola next year, so that would be you know the icing on the cake for me. Um, so no kidding. <laughs> I can dream big. No kidding. Him and... Uh, uh, him and DeCoster would swap stories like no tomorrow. Yeah, that, you know, uh, Roger came a couple times, you know, first when we had it, and then, you know, you know, it's it's a lot of, when he comes, I mean, he's not resting, he's sitting there pretty much the whole time and, like, signing stuff, so I feel kind of bad. So this time, yeah. you know, Wolfsink was coming, I go, you know, hey, Roger, you want to come by, you know, it'd be so great to see you and Wolfsink together. You know, there's so many cool old photos of them, uh, you know, hanging out in the pits when they were teammates, you know, at Carlsbad and at other races. And, you know, I, I'm sure they were pretty yeah. close then. So it's uh, really exciting for me. And, and on top of that, um, the owner of JT, the previous owner of JT, John Gregory, the original, and and uh, Rita Gregory will be there. And John had contacted me saying, hey, Scott, I'm going to come down. I got some stuff for for Garrett that he left with me, you know, back in the day. And I, and I was asking him what it was. He go, I got a couple of his USGP trophies and, you know, a helmet and stuff. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, uh, so that's going to be pretty cool. No kidding. Wow. This is going to be quite the event. Uh, I can't wait to, uh, to, to hear how it all, how it all shakes down and, uh, we'll catch up again afterwards. Sounds good. Um, thanks for having me on. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll come on again soon. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.